Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be looking at IDDs, so how you can use IDDs, or how I myself have used IDDs in the past to present as a tool to your clients. Now, IDDs for myself as a mortgage broker was probably one of the best ways to introduce protection, to increase protection conversions, to introduce my fees, to introduce my personality. All of this stuff was a great place to do it. The IDD is like a gift, and I'm going to unpack that in today's episode as to how I did it. So let's talk about the IDDs. So IDD, which I think stands for Initial Disclosure, Do- Disclosure Document. I'm not very good with the names, um, but it's been a while. But I've been, this was coming up as a co- with a conversation I had with a client of mine where he was. we were talking about IDDs. And I said how, how the IDD for myself was probably the biggest goldmine when it came to first appointments. Just It was just so vital to have that I couldn't afford not to, to use it. Now, most people I speak to when it comes to, to their, their own IDDs, they fall usually into one of two camps. They might be people who are like me who are really into it, but they normally fall into one of two camps. Now, the first camp is that they are somebody who reads the IDD word for word like a boring document, um, and that's okay. That, that could be one. Um, <clears throat> usually somebody, if they come from a bank or something, this is quite common because if they come from a banking background, they normally have to because very, very heavily regulated. Normally it's people who do this, people who have um, had their calls recorded. So if you're having your calls recorded, that's another person who would normally have the IDD um, read every single time. You have the other side of it is people who just barely read them at all. Now I know we're not, well, I'm not talking about compliance or regulation here and everyone will get off and go, we need to do it. We're now, you know, brokers to brokers talking about this. Is it there's other people who just don't do it? Send them it to them. Send it to them in a very much in a document. You know, just be like, there you go. This is this is it. You know, they don't actually um, they don't actually read it to them or, or explain it. Now, for me, I the IDD full. I'm a very different camp for the IDD. For me, the IDD is a is like a like a lifesaver. <clears throat> so how I started using IDDs a long time ago was I used to work at Connell's and um, Connell's has a presentation. In fact, my dad was one of the people who designed the presentation. So he's not going to like me very much when I say what I say next, which is that the presentation, when we did the presentation, and I remember in our induction training, we had to do this presentation and I spent all week making notes on the presentation and, you know, and, and planning things. And I'm going to say this here and say that there. My, my performing background, as in my being a, being a performer before professionally, absolutely impacted that. And so I was very much like trying to make sure I could have inflection points, tonalities, jokes, references. And I put that all into the, the content, into the, into the content, as in into the content of the presentation. And then I did the presentation and the guy at the time was a guy called Mike Sharp. He was the trainer at the time. And he said, um, <clears throat> who ended up working f- f- as a bot one of my bosses later on. Um, but he was like, he actually remember him saying, he said, I did the presentation. And he said, you, that presentation is one of the best presentations I've ever seen come through Connell's training, which was, you know, great. I wanted to do that because my dad was obviously his boss and the head of training. So it made it, it made me want to prove that I could do, that was good. Um, but I put about a week's worth of effort into that every night after after the the, the coaching sessions we'd do there. I would go back. I would I would um, make sure that I, I revised it. I practiced it. But what it came to, to to understand was the presentation was not really that important. The slides were not that important. What was important was all that work I'd done on making it sound good, flow well. 
and as I started to advise and and become you know a better advisor and a good advisor, started to realize that actually the IDD had all the information that was in the presentation. The IDD was also a document that had to be given to the client. It had to be read out. It's also an official documentation. And I think there's a big move, a push in mortgage services to this idea of we want to, you know, oh, I don't want to put the disclaimers on. I don't want to put the regulation on. But I'm I'm of the opposite stance of that. I believe that the these things are good. You know, you work in a regulated industry. That's a positive. You have, you are regulated by the FCA. That's a positive. That's a big positive for you. Only certain people can do it if you are qualified. You you have to be held accountable by the financial services, you know, by the financial ombudsman. Yeah, the, the, the financial ombudsman service, I always get them wrong. The ombudsman, we all know who they are. Um, I've got an IDD in front of me, see, when I'm looking at it. Um, so it's important to know that. Now, so I think you should you should use your IDD for that. Now, how would I use my IDD? Very straightforward. I've got one in front of me. I won't share it because it's a client of mine, so I don't want to talk about it. I would do a bit of a hybrid approach. Now, again, compliance, don't shoot me, but I would do a hybrid approach. The client's going to see this document. They're going to get it anyway. So I would literally go in and say, come on here. I'd say, our service is, I, you know, I'm offering you financial. Um, no, I wouldn't do that. I would, what I would do is I would make sure that I would just do an overview of who we are, what we do. You go through the IDD and go through it in order and explain to the client. Where it is good is this idea of talking about insurance. There's a bit where we talk about insurance. At this point, this is where, if you've ever seen any of my other previous episodes, this is when I would in- introduce the three reasons why you wouldn't take it, and that would be be right there. That would be this this idea of these are the three reasons why. Insurance is, you know, you, that you weren't told about it, or that you don't believe it's going to happen to you, like a superhero complex, or that you can't physically afford all of it at the end of the month. In that case, I'm going to help you, and I'm going to, but I'm going to create a budget for you and create a spoke package for your specific budget and needs that would be at this point it is anchored now to an official document you know i would also then we have your cost of service your cost of your mortgage and if you've got your mortgages broken down into some interesting fees you know your fees like this one here that i've got here it's a hundred pound hundred pound prior to submitting the mortgage application so it's a hundred pound on submission on um on a successful mortgage application so it's a hundred pound before hundred pound after and then £299 upon completion of the mortgage. Again, this is where your fees can be discussed and disclosed. You can talk about that there. As you can see, I'm only going to be paid for the work that I'm doing. I'm only going to be paid as I go through. But you're anchoring it to a document, which this with this, which this client is going to get a copy of. And when they get a copy of it, they're going to see it. And when they see it, they're going to be able to um, remember what you said. And they'll remember the presentation you did around that specific document. So again, another great example of it. We talk about um, this idea of complaints. The client I was speaking to earlier before doing this podcast episode, we talked about complaints. Address the, the fact that the client can complain. That's a massive power move in your IDD. If you've never had a complaint, you can say, I've never had a complaint to this day. However, I, one of the, one of the, one of the, the pros of being in, in financial services, we are heavily regulated and if a client wants to complain and feels I've done something wrong to do something to wrong them, all the information is there for them. And I'm very transparent about that. You can go there. And that's the, com- the the number who you can speak to. That's the email address you can send if you have a problem. Great. That's huge power move. That's a massive transparency. And people are going to like you for it. Now, you might think that you might think that and go, well, we don't want to highlight complaints. You do, because the less likely that person is going to complain if you've highlighted that it could that they can if they want, because they won't if you highlight it. 
Another one we have, and also you're then highlighting you've never had a complaint. Obviously, if you've not never had a complaint, don't lie, but just say you can complain if you want to. You know, it's not it's not a common thing. And I and, and one thing I would say to people a lot of the time as well with the complaints, they'd say, I would hope that you would come to me first before doing this because there's not there's nothing we can't really resolve. And that's again, it's going to future proof your complaints. You're gonna you're gonna bulletproof those complaints a little bit more, which is a great way of doing it. We, you do have the stuff about the regulation. You have the stuff about financial services compensation scheme. Again, these are all really good things to highlight. The financial service compensation scheme just reinforces the fact that you are covered by a scheme. You are regulated. You are dealing with a regulated individual. And this is the type of stuff we cover. So again, these are all things you should use as positives. Now, how you do it is up to you. But you want I would highly recommend you go through your IDD, this is what I've done and did in the past. And it's what I've just done with a client and it's been super, super useful and successful. And so I wanted to record this. Go through the IDD, write all over it, write funny quips, write, it, write when you're going to introduce stuff. What's quite funny is, and the way I described it to the client, is this is like the scaffolding in which all the frameworks that I've spoken about in previous podcast episodes or with with him. So how to increase your fees, how to introduce insurance, how to overcome injections, how to deal with complaints, all of these things. This is the framework by which you, you know, you, you can, you, this is the, the, um, not the framework, this is the, the, the scaffolding in which you can hang these things on. You can build your entire presentation IDD, in my opinion, should take about 15 minutes to talk about. And it shouldn't just be a talking thing. It should very much be if you are talking to them, then, you know, and you're doing it, you should be, have you ever got any questions on this? Each individual section, do you have any questions on that? Is there anything you're, what you've got, like a burning desire with that? So these are all things that I would use. Now, at the end of this IDD specifically, which is one I like, which is one we used to do, I had when I was an advisor on my own, and also when I was an advisor uh, under under an AR for a financial planning firm, they have here the fee agreement, which we used to call the ATP, which is the authority to proceed. What I would often say to people is, you're going to get a doc, you're going to get a copy of documentation like this. For me to proceed any further and to do the appointment, and I will talk about this in another in another one about the full breakdown of an appointment. But to me to proceed any further with this, uh, I need you to sign my ATP. And what that is, is that is an authority to proceed, which effectively means you instruct me. Now, notice the word I use there is instruct. You are using legal words, which are the words that will also align with what you do with your solicitors. We're using the right language to align with the thing that you're that they're in. So if they're trying to buy a house, they're going through solicitors and conveyances, they've instructed them to act on their behalf. You want them to instruct you to act on their behalf as their advisor. And you only do that upon this authority to proceed. That's normally, by the way, where the authority to proceed would normally be, I would say, if if I was, if it was me doing it um, now and, and have done in the past. But if I was doing it now, and this, I would add that that's where you would pay a small level of the fee. So it's 499. That's where you might pay the first in, first installment of, say, uh, I think it's 166. Is that right? I think. I'm always losing my brain as to what it is. I think it's 166. 166 times three. Yeah, 498. So that might be, it's 166 pounds to instruct me to proceed. Or you might do 100 pounds, whatever you want to do. That would be at that point. The This is how I would use an, an IDD. It's a brief overview of it in, in about 10 minutes. But I would use it very much to 
highlight the services that you do, highlight that you're regulated, highlight that, that, that you introduce insurance, introduce that, that you know, amount, 10%, so anchor to the, the amount, introduce that you are, that you that people can make a complaint, introduce you, that you will to, to go any further, you, to, to go any further with working with you, you need to be instructed, and then tell the person, the, doctor, the client, you're going to send them a copy of this, which has not got the notes on it. Now, I would go as far as saying this to some the guy to my client today, to saying to him, like if it was me, I've got I've got it on here. You can see on my screen, I have my iPad in front of me, and I would have, I would have the Apple Pencil, and I would be writing all over this in a Zoom call. I would be writing like these are the reasons. So very interactive. When I used to do it in person, like I do it in person clients, and I would have that client. Um, I would I would draw all over the IDD. They would have a clean copy in theirs, but I would be like, this is this and this is this. I would, I would you know, make notes and <clears throat> these are all the things. And I say, look, there's a copy in there. It's clean, but you can take this one away if you want. And I would use it as a tool. It's a presentation. It's a great way of presenting to somebody without having to present to them. And one of the words I would always say with this is, I, you know, I do have a presentation that goes through all of this, but personally, I think that there's no point in presenting to people to any into a room that's got less than three people in it um, or less than four people in it, sorry, because realistically you can just have a conversation. That brings you down to a real person. No one wants to have a presentation. But then what you do is proceed to pre present to them using an IDD. <laughs> so it's really like crazy, but that's how you use it. Now, if you've enjoyed that one, be sure to subscribe. What I'll do, I do think, is I will talk about, um, maybe do an episode about how I would structure a first appointment, like that initial discovery call. Um, I'm going to do that next, I think, because I think that's quite a important topic for this to, to build on. This is part of that, but we'll do that next. So, um, yeah, that's what we're going to cover. I hope you had a good time. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.